0: I'd probably look to schedule like a soft nap around two thirty. You get a nap from two thirty to three, three fifteen. You get out of the grogginess because the four o'clock slate is fucking fire. Hello, hello, and welcome to the pick and play show. Where today we're gonna take a little detour to New York, New York, where it has good news on Sunday, bad news on Tuesday. We've got Zell. We've got Leo. We're going to break down the NFL. We're going to talk a lot. We're going to stay in New York first, and let's get to it. Johnny don't want to go to school no more, no more. Johnny said books
1: ain't cool no more. Johnny want to be a rapper like his big cousin. Johnny caught a body yesterday out hustling. God bless America. You know we all love
0: Okay. Sidetrack baseball, real quick. Zell, you're a Yankee fan. Yes, sir. I'm an Oriole fan. Sorry. Um, sorry is right. I've got nothing. Uh, I'm an Oriole fan, so that means I've never seen a title since I've been alive. Um, you're a Yankee fan, which means you hear about titles a lot, but since you've been a teenager, you haven't seen one either, but go ahead and tell me why it's okay. A 200 and no $191 million roster gets eliminated by the Boston Red Sox.
2: I mean, it's not okay. (laughs) Let's get that clear first. It's not okay. Okay. Like this team was probably had the second best odds before the season started to win the world series. And that roller coaster that they just went through, but winning streaks, losing streaks, trade deadline, losing injuries, like, I mean, regardless of the end of the day, I mean, the result is unacceptable. And for it to be to the Red Sox, too, like, it's just, <laughs> ugh, oh, my God. And I mean, I, like, if I was younger, I usually would get, like, more upset and more mad, but now I'm kind of just, like, a little bit more relieved because hopefully Boone is fired. Like, he's, you know, had a legendary Yankee moment. But as a manager, man, like, bruh, you, ugh, I just don't understand, like, some of the managerial moves and decisions he made. Like, why are you bringing Chad Green on in a tough spot versus Devers when you have Peralta, who you got at the deadline, a lefty? Uh, uh, I can go on and on. Regardless of the end of the day, I hope he gets fired. They need to make some changes. The Yankees' biggest Achilles heel has always been pitching, like, Garrett Cole has no excuse for how he pitched last night, and he's been – he's basically our biggest name ace we've had in the last 10 years, if you can think about it. They took risk on Tyone and Kluber this year, coming off injuries, one-year deals. That didn't work. Unfortunately, my guy Sevi hasn't been able to be healthy. He looked good, you know, the end of this year when he came back, but I don't know if we can rely on him to be a starting pitcher. Like, the hitting itself, that'll figure out. I don't care. Bring back Rizzo, Gallo. I guess you can bring him back. I'm not – I'm whatever about him, but I want pitching. Like, if you look at the last couple of World Series winners, the Dodgers, the Nationals, um, who's the other? Any, any, anybody who won the World Series the past couple of five years, like, they have, like, three so, – the cheating-ass Astros when Cole was on their team, but, I mean, they had at least three <laughs> horses. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> your biggest horse is one of their biggest cheaters. He. Uh... That, I mean, that's whole, and he was whatever. worthless after that fucking sticky stuff fell
2: out of the MLB. He was not. This... He was. He had his start after that was rough, but he he got back and he had some solid starts. And then there's things about like he was hurt his hamstring because he got injured and then he wasn't ready to go. But I don't want to hear it, bro. We're paying you thirty six million for this exact reason. Like you you can't last more than two innings. Like that's inexcusable, bro. But regardless, end of the day, he's still a great pitcher, and we need like two other solid starters behind him because. That's how you win in postseason baseball is pitching It's behind pitching. The bullpen was fine, um, but we didn't have like the starting pitching horses to go deep anyway. So I would have at least liked to win this game. Then we would probably lost to the Rays anyway. But just for a one game elimination to lose to, you know, your rival is
0: not a that's not it. I think the Rays are going to end up winning, the, at least going to the World Series again. Somehow, that fucking team has a $60 million payroll. $60 million. here. They the do other all the time. Teams. It's crazy. It's insane. They are it's the smartest insane. team in all of sports. I don't think there's a team smarter than the Tampa Bay Rays. How do you they trade play, your ace, Blake uh, no Snell, point. and you get better?
2: You got better. They got uh, better.
0: The Cleveland Indians, the Miami Marlins, the Baltimore Orioles all have lower payrolls, including the Pittsburgh Pirates. None of those teams were even close to a wild card game. The Seattle Mariners, the Oakland Athletics, the Detroit Tigers, Texas Rangers, the Milwaukee Brewers, Brewers are in the playoffs, all have spent more. The Tampa Bay Rays have the best record out of the whole lot. Absolutely insane what they're doing. Um... And you guys got that tampa team down near you it's a damn shame they play in the ugliest stadium they don't even man. play in tampa i know <laughs> like they yeah, don't even play, know, play in tampa but i'll be i'll be i
2: hope they beat the red sox bro I, I can't stand either of those teams but
0: i bro i don't
2: i'd rather see them advance in the red sox
0: bro right. at least you don't have for to really. listen to anyone if the rays win you know they right. just as an oil fan i like root for the rays um to do well, and then I root for every single AL East team to lose in the playoffs, because that's how it goes when you get to play last place all the time. Um, speaking of last place, let's transition over to the NFL real quick. Uh, the New York Jets. Tennessee yeah. Leo, yes, what the sir. fuck was that?
1: Exactly what I fucking told you guys was going to happen is what happened. The, the Titans parlay, didn't have any now I expected the Titans to still be able to pull out the W, but when I told you guys that without AJ and Julio, shit was gonna look shaky. And you guys kind of just laughed me off. Like, the Titans have no receivers past that. Uh, can you got? Can either of you name one receiver that's not named Julio Jones or or AJ Brown?
0: I picked up that backup this week. Exactly, uh, well, you picked him up, and yeah. I bet you
1: you don't know his name.
0: There was a, <laughs> it's like there was a it's like three hyphens
2: rogers chester rogers when he caught yeah chester rogers
1: who uh, Who? yeah there there we go
0: see let me just give you a little bit as a raven fan you losing two number one wide receivers big fucking deal i've never had him so Uh, uh, that's why i didn't think about it we
1: don't have a fucking ferrari (laughs) in the backfield in lamar jackson right you guys can get away with that because you got the fucking ferrari yeah, mm. no, it was ugly. To be honest, I didn't even catch most of the game. I was in a, on a flight on the way back home from Atlanta. So luckily I missed Ooh. most of that shit show. I got home just mm-hmm. in time to see Randy Bullock miss the field going overtime. So I didn't <laughs> have to suffer too much. Uh, but I, I mean, yeah, the, the offense didn't look good without without the two main cogs of the offense. I'm not shocked. I, I guess the rest of the world is.
0: Yeah, uh, the Jets' defensive line did quite a number in you up front. I really thought Derek Henry was going to get it going a little more. Zell, encouraging the first win. Zach Wilson had moments when he looked good. Tennessee's defense is a problem. They're going to make a lot of people look good this year, but you got to be encouraged by that, getting that win, getting that dub, little pep in the step.
2: Yeah, I mean honestly, like I, I expected the line because our D line is like even with the loss of Carl Lawson, that's still the strongest component of our team on both yep. sides of the ball. And they had a field day. I think it was seven sacks we had. Um, Quinn Williams was in on the pack. Um, Bryce Huff, we got him as an undrafted free agent last season. He got in on some. John Franklin Myers was one of the most underrated DNs, pass rushers in the league. We need to pay him right now. Don't let him get away this offseason. But... Yeah, they were in the backfield causing havoc, man. And Derrick Henry, I think he still had, like, 160 total yards or something like that. Derrick Henry and, balled. He was not yeah, the reason why this was a loss. Yeah, he balled. And, like, that first half of the game, to be honest, like, I was – me and Leo, I was texting him. And it was just, like, deja vu to me. I'm like, the defense is giving, you know, the offensive chance to, you know, get a win. You can't score any points. Zach Wilson threw another interception, even though Corey Davis kind of slipped and fell. It wasn't really his fault. And I was watching that first half like, oh, my God, here we go again. And that second half, man, I don't know what Salah said to them in that locker room, but they just, like, flipped a switch. And some of those throws Zach Wilson made, he showed why, you know, he should have been that second pick in the draft. Like, he dropped a dime to Keelan Cole on, I think it was third and two, and it was like a 30-yard completion at the sideline, just perfect pass. And then everybody saw the touchdown to Corey Davis where he, like, pointed and told him to go deep and then just drop the dime 50 yards. Like those are the plays that, you know, there's only probably five other quarterbacks who can make plays like that. Those throws on the run in the league. Um, But it it feels good to get a win. The last two seasons, this is probably the best win and an actual win that I can remember last year. I wanted us to tank. So um, it it feels good to get a win. I know the Titans weren't at full strength and honestly, this game should have ended in a tie. Shout out to uh, Fat Randy for that, that field goal miss, but um it's a step in the right (laughs) it's a step in the right direction man hopefully we can uh keep it moving and get this win versus atlanta they don't have the best defense either but you know i'm not gonna say we're about to go on some winning streak here but it's a nice step in the right direction
1: i promise you guys guys that the titans have lost at least four or five games in the last two years due to bad kicking this is becoming like the bane of their existence. I don't understand what John Robinson's doing. Why we can't get a competent kicker to kick some field goals? But this has got to be at least the third or fourth loss, just off the top of my head, in the last two years, due to kicking.
0: I don't know anything about that. No, nothing about that. <laughs> must be nice over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> be nice be about nice. He bad got the kicker. Ferrari
1: at quarterback, and then he's got the goat at kicker. Literally, <laughs> the
0: goat at kicker. Running it. No complaints. No one here No, no complaint. 19 points in the first three quarters of this game scored by both teams. 19 points in the fourth quarter. Really turned into kind of a frantic game as it went along. Uh, The Titans, I think, got a little fear put in them around the fourth quarter that, holy shit, this wasn't going to be easy. Um, And the Jets really took it away. I know Bullock misses that kick, but at the end of the day, I think it was, what, a 50-some yarder? So, nah, I barely I thought it was 52. yeah it was I think um, it was less than that it was like I think it was okay. like a low 40s I think
2: actually because they drove down Oof. the field and gotten field goal range yeah. easily pretty easily on their last drive so
0: yeah, rough I mean- uh, good good news for your Titans Leo uh, the rest of your division is completely inept completely and utterly inept
1: that doesn't really make me feel better. Like, what are we going to make the playoffs and just lose in the first round? That's not exciting.
0: I, I don't know. How many uh, – let me ask you both this. Zell, how many wins takes that division?
2: Man, we got the extra AMC game this Zell. year. Um, uh, I would say – so what would the record have to be? Nine and eight? Nine I, and yeah, eight to Leah, win the
1: division? Nine and
0: eight? You winning the division with nine and eight?
2: I yeah, say nine the, was
1: mean, my number. I don't yeah, think any nine. other team's getting to nine.
2: Yeah. That's – yeah, because you got the Colts
0: the uh, Jags and the yeah nine nine should Houston do it, man. Mm. they'll probably beat up their division <laughs> that's gonna be insane is when the Titans go like six and oh in their division and then three and like ten everywhere else all right all right everyone else just teams taking over but... the woodshed
1: <laughs> no that, that's OD three and ten in the rest of the league come on now Big in I the know. Horses you back. lost the Jets
0: how right? are you gonna defend yourself you lost the Jets
1: I don't need it. We'd beat Baltimore, so I don't want to hear anything about that. <laughs> hey, now, when did you do that? Sheesh. I said we would beat Baltimore. I'm sure you, oh, guys will, okay. you guys will be there oh, at okay. the end. We'll see you.
0: Yeah, you you might. You need to hope that Carson Wentz doesn't come back with them broke legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah you better hope two.
1: Lamar doesn't break his because he's the only thing keeping you guys up right now. Whoa,
2: whoa, yeah, chill. No, hold on, he's, hold on. He's, Lamar can't he's, get hurt for fantasy
0: up. purposes. I, I, need, he's, I need that He's dog. keeping it up. Yeah, speaking of fantasy purposes, everyone wants a piece of this machine.
1: <laughs> hey, I did the want Olympics. a little Hollywood Brown. You Wait, shot me down though.
0: Someone what? offered me a one and a two for for Hollywood.
2: Issue. Yeah, I, I, I don't, then, don't think I need to make any moves. If I'm looking correctly, hold on. No, you know, no I'm, I'm not making. I don't, I don't think I any moves. Can you tell me? Can one of y'all tell me what uh, what's that no, league? I, I uh, what the league standings look, are looking like? Broke. No, my phone, oh, bro. What about you, man? I,
0: I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm winning my division. Okay. Uh, you over there in sorry AFC South division with them sorry little snacks you got going on. Who's got the most points scored? Oh, that's crazy.
2: Days? You said my record's is 4-0. Oh. Damn, shit. Zero losses? Yeah. That's crazy. Hmm.
0: Zero I'm losses. I'm not surprised. You, you guys... Hmm. Who's got the most points in this league? Ain't there a way to tell that?
2: I think there is. Let me check that too. Hold yeah, on. I
0: got it now. I, I don't even it. know why I
2: logged in it. to do this. By box. what?
0: Twenty points? <laughs> Ooh, uh, who's got, got the most 20. points, boy? Who's got 20 the most points on well, top of the fucking hill? Twenty <laughs> oh, points. Boy. Get out of here! Okay. Look at that points against. People are trying to stack me. We got to give the we got to give the Oriole fan guy. some win here. this guy. You got it. I'm a Raven fan too, boy. You got it. Who's got last Super Bowl in this room? I, you, I, I have got one. One. you got one from 1924 I mean, with Joe one. Namath
2: pointed. I, I mean, my team at least has one. I don't
0: know about yeah, the other uh, teams. I know you Leo's got a, one. Leah's a new team. Leah's having a bad day. <laughs> I'm
1: saying I don't know why I logged in to do this pod. I should have stayed in my bed.
0: <laughs> Let, let's oh, move it along sorry. a little bit. Uh, actually, kind of something I noticed from last week. I will too much time on last week because – I don't think anything, like, super spectacular happened that was like, oh, shit, that's an interesting moment. Chargers took care of business. Cowboys took care of business. Texans got fucking folded up 40 to nothing. Uh, Justin Fields played. Did a little better. It was Detroit, but that was kind of cool. Nothing else, really. Colts win a weird fucking ugly game. Yeah. Cardinals-Rams, I guess, is the biggest upset where the Cardinals just shellacked the Rams. So, something to watch in that division. The only 4-0 team. I think everything else pretty much went the way of the books. Um, I got something for we... us. Ooh, go for it. Last week
1: we were talking, I asked you guys if there was a possibility... That Tom would come to New England, break the record, and they wouldn't really even acknowledge it. Ugh. That's exactly what we got. What, what'd you guys think about that? Because the the reaction online, it kind of seemed like everyone was underwhelmed with the the reaction to his record breaking. But I knew it would be a possibility that Bill would be a dickhead and just be like, "No, we're not doing this." And so I am apparently not they say were in- and Tom Brady was behind the the no fanfare.
0: Yeah, uh, apparently. Brady was in a hurry-up offense at that point, and what's what's bizarre to me, I'm sure we'll figure this out later, but it looked like that they entered a hurry-up offense for that drive so that they wouldn't stop the clock, and then there wouldn't be fanfare, and they could keep it moving. Tom played bad. Tom played fucking bad. A lot of people are going to point to the Antonio Brown ball that he missed, that, that Antonio Brown dropped. Tom overthrew so many receivers in that game. He looked forty-four, and it could have been the nerves. It could have been look. This is very—I mean, I'd imagine it'd be nerve-wracking as shit to come back to that. You got six Super Bowls with the team. You built your whole life there. You know all—you know, you know—the equipment staff. You know everyone from the ushers on down. You go back there as an enemy. You start out the cheers, and your first drive, they boo you. I think that's tough mentally because you kind of go in like, no, the, you know, we're all the team here. This is this is my history. And then they boo you and they're going to boo you because they're fans. But I think it rattled Tom. And then when the game started going, he wanted to keep it, keep it up. Um, I don't really believe that Bill stopped it. I think that there were multiple factors. I think Tom Brady was like, we're just going to keep the play running. We're in no huddle. Um, This is a quick clock where, you know, there's no time to stop for fanfare. And it's Tom Brady. Isn't he the one that The famous Tom Brady quote was he was standing next to someone in the locker room. I can't remember who it was. This is early 2010s. And they were crying because they missed the Pro Bowl. And he's like, what's your fucking problem? And he's like, oh, man, you know, I missed the Pro Bowl. And he's like, we don't fucking play for Pro Bowls. We play for fucking rings and walks away. And this is kind of that. This is just a record. Like, I don't know. Maybe Tom was just like, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I I. I could, you're, you're right. It could be Bill. I thought they would stop it for sure, but
2: you were right. Yeah, you definitely called that, man. Like I was in the moment when I was watching, I was kind of like, cause you heard the announcer say it, but then they really just kind of left it at that. Like, oh, he broke it. Cause I think like the ball placement, they were like, oh, is it on the 50? Is it on the 51 yeah. or whatever? And they were like, they weren't sure if he broke it or tied it. And the game just kind of kept going. So I literally thought to what Leo said, too. I was like, Leo called this shit, man. Like, yeah. Bill would pull something like this, you know? So it's unfortunate, but it is what it is, I guess. The it only is reason I don't think that Tom is.
1: was behind that, what we got out of that, was because I, maybe I'm tripping and maybe I was looking into it a little too deeply. But right before that next play, after he breaks the record they if they cut away to the the big jumbo screen in front of him in the end zone and it's it's a giant screen that says tom brady the all-time you know record holder yada yada like it was a giant screen kind of congratulating him and i saw him stand there and stare at it for a second and then call hike (laughs) you know what i mean so (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i he acknowledged it in his own way because i saw him peeking up at it but then he just yeah just kept going
0: yeah i don't really know what drove it um It it was definitely an interesting moment for Tom. It's not the end of it. Uh, And that, I think, really wraps up what happened in week four. I think it was just a stellar week. There was really the early games were sloppy as shit. The 4 o'clock games rounded out a little bit. Um, And then the night games, you know, there was a lot of fire in that uh, Buccaneers game. and, And rightfully so. Transitioning over to week five in the NFL. Before we do that, let's do a quick segment we like to call Four and Out. So we're back. We're gonna start with Brady, right? Brady, uh, for reference, Brady has eighty thousand five hundred and sixty passing yards, which is so fucking many. That's insane. I don't have that much
1: anything of anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: uh,
0: There are four. There are four active players in the top fifteen of passing yards. Two of them. Are Ben Roethlisberger at sixty-one thousand and Matt Stafford, who's at fifteen, at forty-six thousand. Can either of you name the other two active players in the top fifteen in yards? Who are the two
1: players that you named first again?
0: The two that I've named: Ben and Stafford. Stafford's actually the weird outlier. All the other quarterbacks are are Russell's a little too young. Everyone else is going to be a little older. Rodgers? Rodgers. Rodgers has won? Mm-hmm. The other one's been to a Super Bowl and never won it.
1: Not Cam.
0: No, no. God, no. I think Cam might have 10,000 total yards passing. Not to disrespect him, it just wasn't that long of a run for Cam. I mean, what, do we have, like, six years? And then it was like, all right, now he can't throw at all. Like, weird, but it was just a weird career for him. Burnt bright The other one's a dirty bird.
1: Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Matt
0: Ryan is numbered ninth at fifty six thousand. And Aaron Rodgers is tenth at fifty two thousand. They're thirty thousand behind. That's Tom holy Brady. Shit. Jesus. I'm not gonna it's lie, you could have gave
1: me an hour to guess Matt Ryan. I wouldn't have done it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Matt Ryan, number nine on the active list. Um there are. <laughs> there have been a lot of sacks given up this year. Some actually like crazy amount of sacks in some games. Do you know which team leads the NFL in giving up sacks?
1: The Tennessee would... Titans.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Leo. It's the Tennessee Titans with seventeen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Tannehill's been getting zapped like he
1: stole something. I knew that. I didn't even have yeah. to see the stat sheet.
0: Chicago and the mm-hmm. Jets both sixteen. I was about to guess us so right yeah, behind Zach Wilson was getting
2: yep. his ass slapped up. Besides, I think this past game versus the Times was the first game that we didn't give up
0: a sack. So
1: no, of course. Quarterbacks they are have... very safe when playing against the Titans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they are. What 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 team has given up the fewest amount of sacks? Rams?
1: I'm going Tampa it Bay. It is the Rams. Ooh. It's
0: Rams. The Rams have given up three. Second place um, is the Washington football team, which is a little surprising oh, wow. given that one of those sacks landed uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick in the ICU. Oh, and yeah. They, you know, that <laughs> they've hip given injury. up fourth. Yeah. Just popped the old dude's hip out. Just devastating. Um, and then there are two winless teams in the NFL. Can you name them both? Yeah, the Lions. Yep
1: and the uh the Jaguars did they get a
0: win yet the Jaguars the Jag, those yeah, is the, the Jackson, two yeah. I was gonna say uh, the Texans, but I knew they had that that week one shocker they beat the Jaguars <laughs> 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 so with the Jaguars being brought up let's talk a little Urban Meyer here oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> that guy urban. that guy's got his finger on the pulse um, he's got his, his finger on it something <laughs> <laughs> he's, run, he's running through different veins his set of denims um, This man is absolutely wild Just to recap all the things that have happened With him There are threads on Twitter that are insane uh, But just in his Jaguar tenure In the last week he uh, <laughs> The best part is um, Apparently after that Thursday night football game He did not take the team flight home with Jacksonville, which, from all accounts of everything on Twitter, every ex-player, every ex-coach, they have never heard of that. Even when coaches have gotten fired after games, they've taken the plane back home. Urban Meyer told his team that he needed some time away and then flew out separately. The man got through four weeks of the NFL, said, well, looks like I got an extended weekend here. Peace out. And then diddled up a blonde. Uh, Zell, what are the chances this guy finishes the year? Yeah, I don't think he finishes the
2: year. I, we discussed this on the last pod. And you know what? I think in the offseason, too, on one of the earlier pods I was on, yeah. we discussed like all the offseason moves, and we all were in agreement and agreeance that we like what the Jaguars did draft-wise. We kind of like some of the young pieces they had. But what they did management-wise and coaching staff-wise, we didn't like. With Urban Meyer's past and history, I don't think anybody's surprised at this. Like, how do you – we couldn't even make it, like, barely a quarter of the way through this season. Like, this guy – and I know he, like, you know, he has ties in Ohio from his Ohio State days. And I thought – I saw a report, too, that said he needed to – he was going to stay with family or see his grandkids or something like that. But it's like – like you just said, no co- – coaches who even get fired, they go back on the team plane from road games. Like – I don't know, man. It's not a good look. Even the owner and the statement coming out um, and what he said and some reports were that the players were like, couldn't, Urban couldn't even face them. Like you're in a league with grown men, my guy. This isn't, you know, those 18, 19, 20 year olds in college anymore. Like you have to be a leader of men and you go into the separate position groups to apologize. You can't even face them. And now these dudes are just like clowning you. Where's the respect? Like who is the leader of the Jaguars? It's clearly not the head coach. So it's not a good look at all. And this is kind of just what we all, you
0: know, thought would happen. Leo, you play them this week. You get the Jaguars.
1: I expect a dub. I mean, the Jaguars are a yearly dub, honestly, for the Titans. But the way shit's looking, I don't know. Trevor Lawrence is probably about to throw for four touchdowns and and 360 yards. You know, I don't really know. But I kind of want to take this in a different direction. I need someone to explain to me something, and this is a hill that I've been dying on since Tiger Woods, and I'm going to continue to die on, and it's probably not smart to die on this hill, but I'm going to do it anyway. No. Why does Urban Meyer have to apologize to us for fucking up his at-home life? Like, no, he I get, doesn't. I get the players, but like I don't understand the, the statement from the owner, and the this and the that, and all the, the big deal. like. I don't personally give a fuck what Urban Meyer does after the football game on on a Thursday night. You know, like if he wants to go do whatever and, and fuck up his relationship at home, I don't care. And I don't understand why he has to like I, I don't know if I'm him. I almost it's don't even only acknowledge in the sports it.
0: world. It's only in the sports world. We don't expect this out of any politicians, by the way. I mean, we just had a president that had many affairs, had so many affairs, some with porn stars that he had to pay them to not talk about okay they divorced multiple times the guy's obviously a party we're talking about Trump none of this is new none of this is like hidden i'm not lying about anything we don't, we we didn't we didn't require any of that from him we do it in sports cuz he eats up headlines and clicks the truth is Leo you're 100% correct whatever he fucking does outside of the football field he doesn't have to apologize for shit like what are, you, what are you going to say to me? I don't give a fuck if you fuck the blonde. Good for you, Urban. You know, like, I don't give a shit. I don't even know your wife. She could be a total bitch. Like, I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know and I don't care. I also don't know if you have some relationship where your wife's cool with that. Like, for us to jump into it, it isn't our space. You're entirely right. It's not our space. What is our space is when you skip the team flight and you don't right, hold I'm yourself you. accountable. And you come out. And he came out this week. After all this, he said it's not on him to get the team ready. It's on the team captains. He said that. Wait, that's what? when it's like. said wow. that for real? Yes. That's wild. Yeah, That's a wild statement there. He said, As the head coach? Right. That's wild. Yeah. Ooh. It's insane. It's so I kind of look at it and go, you're 100% right, Leo. Like, we really, that kind of shit. Is it allowed in the newspaper? You know, it's freedom. You can do what you want in that regard. You can post people clips. You're out. You're doing your shit. You know, and he was doing his shit. uh, And and you get caught. And they go, hey, look, you got to answer for this. He really should just come out and be like, I don't have to tell. I'm waiting for the person to come and be like, honest to God, everyone in this room that I'm talking to, if you all disappeared off the face of the earth like a Thanos snap, it wouldn't bother me. None None of you in this fucking, this media mean anything to me. I don't care right. and I don't have to answer for outside questions. I don't condone uh, his know, actions it, at all. Right. But it's like mm-hmm. none of my but business I, at the same time. It, what right you know, What if they're okay with it? What if his wife is like, That's okay, you're Urban Meyer, like I get it. Right. Like then then like us not us being like, Oh, you know, I'm not cool with that. It's like, well, you don't know. Now you're like not cool with a grown person's relationship. Like, all right, that's a problem with you. Yeah. And, and so mm-hmm. you know, we don't know. They don't and they don't have to tell us. Like Will and Jade, uh, you know, to uh, Will Smith, Jada Pickett, they had, they have obviously had a very crazy relationship. That's public. We don't ask them to apologize every little thing. They chose to come out and talk about it, but and and it was a scandalous thing. But you're not asking them to all apologize, and they're not giving it because they don't fucking owe you shit for that. Their private life's private. I care about him not getting on the plane. I care about him coming out and going, all these shouldn't be a distraction. As if, like, this is all fucking new. See, in the college world, all these distractions are great because it puts your name in the paper. And then you, you 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 get that free publicity. In the NFL, your players, it's 53 men. you got to get them ready to play on Sunday. versus another 53 men. that The Tennessee Titans this weekend just had a loss they couldn't afford and are now coming to a loss they definitely can't fucking afford. Jacksonville has been spending all week worrying about where Urban Meyer is. We're going to worry when the final score is 44-17 and be like, Urban, what the fuck is that? The final score better fucking be
1: 44-17.
0: I've already already (laughs) bet on the Titans. I've already bet on the Titans. So I already put that bet down. I got it at minus four. I think that when you look at all the distractions, I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to have a decent day. But, man, you're coaching a football team. We talk about how he's not even a good football coach, and now he's adding all these distractions. Like, this was a team that's 0-4 going into a big divisional game with extra time off from playing Thursday versus a team that was rebuilding in the Bengals. They beat you up, send you home with a huge lead. You get on the plane, and you go, nah, you know what? I'm flying home separate. And on the way, I'm going to stop off at my brother's bar. Uh, the little side note about that bar, which is really, 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 really fucking funny. There is a picture of Urban Meyer and his wife in big fucking print at that bar. No fucking way. Big fucking. Oh, yeah. Yes, wow. Oh, yeah. It's like his brother's bar. Uh, like, this, just Urban Meyer's <laughs> a party guy. That's why he fits in in college. He's a rah rah party guy, look at me. You know, you're you know, that whole like get yourself ready type thing, that's what you tell kids like when you're a responsible adult and you're hungover. You're like, It's not my job to get ready in the morning, you're nursing a hangover, yelling at an eighteen year old. So, you know, he I don't know. I think it's unprofessional what he did, what is the way he holds himself and the team accountable and the things he says, what he does off the field, fuck whoever you want. I mean yeah. yep. fuck whoever you want. Y'all sum that so, up.
2: Perfectly, I'm in. I'm in 100% agreement with Leo. Like, his personal life, his private life, whatever he does, he doesn't have to apologize for shit when it comes to that. Like, and then Matt, you counter with it saying that you know it's just because he's a big name in the sports world, and that's why you know the media is gonna you know dig into that and dive into and why he has to apologize for it. But I don't think he has to. Shouldn't be required at all. You know?
0: Nope. He owes one
2: apology,
1: and that's to his girl or his wife, and that's if they don't
2: have that understanding.
0: Right. If urban, if this is the first time Urban Myers, you know, not, not <laughs> yeah, he I, do, in I a don't. College, think. what are we doing here? He <laughs> worked in a college, like this. This guy's as greasy as it gets. Oh God! All right, let's move on. Thursday night football this week, big game, big fucking game, and and thank. The Thursday night football gods. We get the Los Angeles Rams against the Seattle Seahawks. In this in Seattle, Seattle is a two-and-a-half point dog. Oh Yeah, dog getting two-and-a-half. Over-unders, 45-and-a-half. Rams coming off getting throttled by Arizona. Seattle coming off throttling the 49ers. And we get another division game. Zell, what do you think is going to happen here? Man, first off, I'm loving
2: these NFC West matchups, man. That division is... Top to bottom. Heavy hitters, man. Heavy hitters. Delicious. I love it. I love these matchups. So, I told y'all last week the Seahawks had to get that win. And I'm glad they got that win, because going into this game, them coming into a win, the Rams coming off of a loss. I think we're going to have a great Thursday night game. I'm going to go with the Rams in this one. Um, I Just as I was saying, I don't think they can afford to lose back-to-back games at that back-to-back division games. You know what I'm saying? So, I think even within going into Seattle, they got the 12th man and all that. Um, I saw it looks like, I guess, Carson was a little bit banged up. um, But I think – I just think the Rams have got to put it together and they'll pull this one out. Um, I don't think the Seahawks are as, you know, powerful offensively as the Cardinals have been looking so far, you know, this season. Now, Russ is probably going to go out there and drop like four or five touchdowns. But um, I, I still think overall the Rams should probably be able to force a turnover or two and get this win.
1: I'm a little worried about the Seahawks. I kind of like them. I like Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson, and I like watching him succeed. But I still don't like anything I'm seeing from Seattle. I'm obviously going to pick the Rams because, like Zell said, they're not going to lose back-to-back division games. The Cardinals just embarrass them in front of the whole country. So... I mean, everyone was watching that game last week and they got punched in the mouth and didn't get back up. So I expect them to come out a little angry and punch Seattle in the mouth. I don't really like anything I'm seeing from Seattle. I know the line's close. Pretty much everything says that this is going to be a close back and forth game. But I expect the Rams to come out and hang 30 plus. And we'll see if the Seahawks can keep up. But the offense hasn't really looked that good this year.
0: Now, I got the Rams winning this one. I think they're going to win it kind of easily. There is uh, a Richard Sherman, I believe it is. I think it's Richard Sherman or Kevin Clark on Twitter, said that the Seattle Seahawks have never played a normal regular season game. And uh, that was a tweet from like five years ago. And it holds true. Every one of their games is absolutely just wacky shit. I got the Rams winning this game. And, that you know, we get that nice Thursday night game. And then the NFL had decided that Sunday morning, Sunday morning, bright and early, 9.30, that they're going to heat up a little something for us. But it's going to be a little far away. The first London game, the return of the London games, Jets, Falcons. Zell, your Jets and the Falcons. A little disrespectful that we sent this game to Europe little disrespectful it, uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> one and three versus one and three uh but I think you guys have a good chance at winning this game at least competitive Falcons are minus three I don't understand why the Falcons would be favored in any game really even against the Jets I think the Jets are coming along a little bit Falcons are another soft team this could be a big step for Zach Wilson Zell you think that you could see maybe a two and three record I think we definitely can um Coming off of that win, I think this
2: is a a good matchup, you know, both sides of the ball for a team that we're going to face. I mean, we arguably went up against, you know, three of the best defensive minds in, our, you know, our first three games. So I think the Falcons, nothing they really do defensively impresses me. So if Zach Wilson just kind of plays the way he had, did this last game and kind of tries to keep the turnovers down, then we should have a shot to win this game because i have a hundred percent belief and confidence that our defense is going to get pressure. Matt Ryan, we're going to make him uncomfortable in the pocket. Um, the Falcons do have some weapons. That man Cordero Patterson is looking like an all pro wide receiver, running back tight end, whatever. Um, and they still have Ridley. So pits, so they've got weapons there, but I think, you know, um, Elijah Moore should be back for this game and uh, you know, we kind of cooking on offense too, as long as we can keep those turnovers down. So I think it'll be a pretty decent high scoring game and we should come out on top. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons win, but nothing they've done so far this season has really, you know, gotten me scared or worried. So I say we'll be two and three going into week six, going into the bye week. So,
0: Leo, over under four turnovers in this game.
1: Mm, I'm going to go... Damn. I'm going to go under.
0: <laughs> <laughs> under. Yeah, hey, under. if that goes under, we're going to get a good game. I love it. I, I love it. Please. Game. Please, NFL gods,
2: please. <laughs>
1: look, these yeah, teams under. by the numbers, they kind of look the same. Uh the mm-hmm, Jets yeah. defense is a little better than the Falcons. The Falcons offense is a little better than the Jets. They they put up about the same yardage per game. They allow about the same yardage per game surprisingly actually. I thought the Falcons would have or I'm sorry, I thought the Jets would have a bigger gap there. So, I, to be honest, I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. Uh, I know that it's going to be at 9.30 a.m., so that's cool. Uh, I'll be able to watch some early morning football. Uh, that's pretty much where my excitement ends, though. I'm just happy to have football on very yeah. early in the morning.
0: Instead of listening to the talking heads for six hours as you get ready for football, you can actually get football while you're getting ready for football. It's wonderful. A wonderful. Um, all right. there aren't. This is a very weird week in a sense that the teams are playing you either have kind of a who gives a shit like teams their games like vikings broncos i mean vikings lions broncos Steelers, patriots texans dolphins bucks saints washington eagles panthers bears raiders you're like who gives a care uh titans jags no offense leo but you know the jags any team playing the jags who cares and then and Colts Ravens I'll throw that in too like with the Colts you're like yuck and then there are yeah, the these Ravens tie, too. Yeah, yeah, you know the most uh, electric <laughs> uh, player and Kyler know. Murray you said Kyler Murray? Yeah. Oh you yeah, said? that uh, unanimous uh, MVP Kyler Murray. <clears throat> um, is he going to the playoffs? So uh, you have really good matchups. However, Green Bay three and one against the surprising Bengals who were also three and one. Bengals at home in this game. Chance to play a little spoiler. And here's a kicker. Vegas basically says this is a close to an even game. Bengals are getting three points. This is tough. Leo, give us a prediction. Who's winning? Bengals versus Packers. I think we're all going to say Packers, but should we be worried about the Bengals? Uh, No.
1: (laughs) I mean their defense has been decent But they've played noodle arm Ben They played the Jags They played uh, The Chicago Bears And I guess they got a good win against uh, Minnesota Uh, No I'm not No I expect Aaron Rodgers to win this game by double digits. I don't think it's going to be close. I'm not a believer in the Bengals, and I might end up having to swallow my words later in the season. But I am not impressed. Even at 3-1, and one, I don't really care. Uh, I expect big numbers from Aaron Rodgers, big numbers from Aaron Jones. Devontae Adams is going to do great for your fantasy team this week, and I expect the Packers to put this one away pretty early.
0: Is there any different thought there? You
2: know, I actually like this Bengals team. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, Let's I, fucking go. I, so I actually like them offensively. I think Joe Burrow and those weapons he has, even with Joe Mixon Hurt, um, their backup, uh, they've got two backups who are pretty good pass-catching backs, P. Ryan and um, uh, Chris Evans, Evans the rookie. Yeah, yep. Evans, right, Evans, the rookie. So um, I, like, I like what they're cooking up over there, man. But anybody who knows me, Knows Aaron Rodgers is my dog, and he's my goat. So I'm never gonna pick against him. I'm not gonna do that, especially with you know, the Bengals. Like they're, it'll probably be a high-scoring game up temple as long as the weather's good. But I don't think the Bengals are gonna beat them in the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Like Leo just said, they played Noodle Arm Ben. That's why I thought they were gonna win that game. Then they just played the Jaguars this Thursday. Hm, we've already discussed the Jaguars more than enough. But the Packers are a team who've been won 13 games the past two seasons, and they've still got all their horses there. So I, I just think this will be a,
0: a little too much
2: for them to overcome. But it'll be a closer game than most people probably think.
0: Yeah, I think uh, since you'll be able to keep it competitive, they also haven't played anybody, but neither is Green Bay. I'll take Aaron Rodgers over Joe Burrow. Uh, another next interesting game, 4 o'clock slate. 4 o'clock, really, if you like football, you get up early, you do your 9, your 9 o'clock. You know, you watch the early game, that's nice. You can probably, I'd probably look to schedule like a soft nap around 2.30. You get a nap from 2.30 to 3, 3.15, you get out of the grogginess because the 4 o'clock slate is fucking fire. They they luckily put the Bears and Raiders in this, this slot so that we can have something we don't have to watch at all. But the other, there are two games that are marquee, and then two marquee teams, the first one being... The Browns are going to go to L.A. This is a 3-1 Browns. There's 3-1 Chargers. I think that the Chargers are going to run all over them. I think Chargers are going to throw all over them. I think the Chargers will have most control of this game. I think they'll be able to navigate. I think Miles Garrett will fuck things up. I do not like Baker Mayfield on the road, the old sugar boy uh but the charges are only getting one and a half which is, according to vegas rules if this game was played in cleveland cleveland would be a four and a half point favor but it is two afc teams that could end up playing against each other in the playoffs here my perspective is that when you have two close teams they have stars on both sides bosa garrett uh obj mike williams keenan allen i know landry's not in chubb and hunt are both good i like eckler the defense has got some players the chargers play fast on defense i think baker mayfield throws this game for the browns uh anyone think any differently about this game any chance the browns can pull this upset baker's been terrible this year no yeah, no. Go ahead. Go <laughs> I ahead. Agree. No, okay. Yeah, I I, yeah. I was just going to ask
2: y'all as far as like so far in the Brown season, they have a really solid pieces around him, but Baker just something about him, man. Ever since his rookie year, I just I feel like if anything, he might hold them back from reaching over like getting over that hump and getting to the Super Bowl and winning one. How do you guys feel about that? Cuz I'm really not impressed with anything he's really done i mean they could have blown this game out this last week and he i don't know what the connection is with odell but i don't like it i'm a huge huge
0: fan of of baker mayfield huge i think we should all talk nicer about baker mayfield i think that the browns should sign him to a big contract (laughs) this guy we should all be talking only nice things about lord baker i think that he deserves all those commercial spots that he gets Um, I think that he definitely is the right man for an (laughs) analytically driven team. This is a leader in the clubhouse, obviously. Uh, All this guy's done is set records, set the rookie record for touchdowns. Uh, He comes in, beats the Steelers last year in the playoffs, and almost is able to take it to Kansas City. This this is someone that the Browns need to lock up. When I look at this team, he's the missing piece. Uh, He's got to get locked up long term. Um, Because if they do that, they'll never really be able to win anything, and I'm a Raven fan. So fuck you, Baker Mayfield, and we should all talk nicer about him so that way he can stay. Um, There's no slander from me on social media about Baker Mayfield because I need him to stay right where he's fucking at. That team is way too talented to barely beat teams. Way too goddamn talented. I need them to spend a whole bunch on him. So You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pro Baker Mayfield, but Justin Herbert, I think is going to eat them alive. Uh, Another AFC West. We got it for Thursday and uh, NFC West. We got the Thursday night game. And then at 425, the 49ers and the Cardinals playoff. The 49ers were talking about how these teams can't go back-to-back uh, division losses. Both of the division teams are playing each other again. So the 49ers, if they lose this, will fall two back in the division, fall to two and three. The Cardinals win this. They, could, they are the only undefeated team. And this would be their shot at 5-0. and Leo, do the Cardinals get to
1: 5-0? Yes. Before the season started, I kind of thought that I was being a little hot takey when I said that the 49ers would be the last team in this division, uh, but I think, I think that's going to end up being true. I think we're going to get our first Jimmy, or is Jimmy G out? Do we know? Is Trey Lance full go this week?
2: Trey Lance is playing, I'm pretty sure. Trey Lance is, I think he's, yeah, I think he's starting. I think Jimmy said he's going to try to practice, but I wasn't sure. I just got like a notification, but I think Trey Lance is probably going to play. See a lot more reps. Yep.
1: Okay, so I'm even more confident in the Arizona Cardinals then. I mean, I like Trey Lance long-term, but I've seen this Cardinals defense a couple times, and they're really good at forcing turnovers. I'm guessing the rookie's going to come in and give it away a couple times. Also going to assume that Kyler is going to make them pay for that. So uh, I expect 49ers to lose a couple games here. I, again, I think they're going to finish at the bottom of the division. And the Cardinals, although I thought they would be a wild-card team, they're looking like they're driving in the driver's seat and they're trying to drive away. Yep.
0: They're very close to pulling us away. Zell, anything else happen in this game? You got 49ers or Cardinals? I, I think
2: Leo and you summed it up pretty good. I'm not taking the 49ers in this. They they don't even know. Their QB situation isn't settled, and I, I don't know. I just I don't like what I'm seeing from
0: them. So, yeah, Cardinals. Roasted cookies uh, is what's going to happen to the 49ers. Uh, now, this is a weird 425 game. There, the, the creme de la creme game is Sunday night, but there's a 425 game between two other divisional teams, the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. While I think we're all in agreement that the, the Dallas Cowboys will win this game, I just want to bring up one thing. Daniel Jones is actually playing good quarterback. Not great. Yes.
2: Finally. Indeed, he is. I was going to actually bring
0: this up, so I'm glad you, you you brought it to the attention. Yep. The other week, I had thrown out that hypothetical of Daniel Jones, Ben Roethlisberger, and Carson Wentz. And it's like this chuckle moment. What I think we're at the point now is, if I offer you those three, it's unanimous that everyone's taking Daniel Jones. For sure. Where it was a funny joke two weeks ago. It's actually unanimous. Now, Daniel Jones is, is playing well, and... This is a division game for the Giants. The over-under is decently high at, at 52, so they expect that ball to be thrown around. I really like the. I don't like the Giants to win this game, but I think the Giants are going to be able to keep it a little scrappier. And that New Orleans win, they kind of put New Orleans in a headlock and had them like scrambling for answers. It was kind of weird watching it. Uh, Sean Payton go, okay, no more Jameis, put in Taysom. Okay, that's not really working. Put back, J- you know, put Jason uh, Tatum back, uh, Jameis back in. And the two of them kind of flip-flopping all game. They got production out of Taysom Hill. And at the end of it, they still got a six-point loss, and the Giants held them down. This could be a little <laughs> bit of an upset. I'm not calling for the upset, but I am going to take the Giants plus seven in this game. I think they're going to be able to keep it close.
1: Mm, yeah. You might be the only I- one. Uh, <laughs> Del, do you think I'm this fine. is going to be close?
2: I I, I do like... As far as the Giants are getting the seven points, I was, I, I got the end of that game last week with versus Saints, and I didn't realize like the Giants, they've got some weapons. They were missing Shepard and Slayton, and yep. they got this guy, Colin Johnson, who looks like damn near the same size as Megatron out there, who was making plays. And then the rookie Tony, they finally gave him some more snaps, and that dude, man, I mean, we saw it at UF, but he just looked so shifty out there and he was making some cuts and making some moves where I was like, God damn, am I watching Tyreek Hill? Like it's crazy. And then Saquon, when he made that long catch, it looked like, you know, he finally got his legs under him for that. I think it was like a 56 yard touchdown pass or whatever. And like you said, Daniel Jones has been playing good. We got to give credit when it's due. Um, If he keeps this up, the Giants are going to have to give him that extension at the end of this season and I, I I do think they'll be able to at least like you said keep it frisky maybe muck it up um closer than people think um the Dallas is dealing with some injuries I know Amari's injured and I, th- I saw something about seeking his knee but um Dallas will still win but I like the Giants to keep it keep it pretty close
0: Ooh, nice we're together on this. So now you're gonna get that four o'clock slate and this is why that nap early in the day if you take naps I'm not a nap person but I know a lot of people are out there. You get that nap in early because those 4 o'clock slates are going to be hot, and then your Sunday night game you're going to want to be well-rested for. The Buffalo Bills are going to Arrowhead, where the Chiefs are minus 2.5-point favorites. The Chiefs are 2-2. and Those two losses against Baltimore and the Los Angeles Chargers, if they drop this game to the Bills, You can kiss the one seed completely goodbye because you'll have lost essentially all three tiebreakers to the teams that look like they'll be up there with you. We have not seen the Kansas City Chiefs play a regular season game where they were vulnerable. We definitely didn't expect them to play a regular season game where they were this vulnerable coming into week five. I'm not the biggest Josh Allen fan, but they are fucking rolling. Kansas City's defense is terrible. Who do you have to win this game? Leo, give it to me.
1: I got Kansas City. I know that's probably the boring pick, but looking at their injury report right now, I see several starters that are listed as questionable, including their number one corner, Tredavious White. This is not the game where you want to be missing your number one corner. Uh, so, I mean, I think we're going to see the debut of Josh Gordon. I know we're over Josh Gordon. I know that we're we're done getting excited about Josh Gordon, but I'm not done. I'm excited to see Josh Gordon, and I'm excited <laughs> to see what he can do under Andy Reid and with Patrick Mahomes and with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey taking away all the attention. I, I just, I don't know. You know me with the Bills. I'm not a believer. I'll never be a believer. They'll have to win a Super Bowl to make me a believer. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes.
2: So, man, yeah, shout out to Cousin Gordon, man. Um, It's good to see flashback in the league. Um, I hope he balls out and shows out, but I am going to go with the Bills in this one. Um, I'm really just doing that because the way they played so far this season, man, like that offense is going crazy. And I feel like they're on a mission because, you know, they fell short last year at Kansas City and they're going to come to this game with something to prove. Um, I know it's not a game Kansas City can really look to, like, afford to lose right now and be two and three, but I I like what I'm seeing from their offense. I am like what I'm seeing from Josh Allen so far. I know everybody was kind of freaking out after that first game against the Steelers and things like that, but, you know, he's been looking like he was last season um, already, and um, I I just think the Bills will pull this one out. Um, High-scoring game should be. should be a close one. I don't see them blowing the Chiefs out. Definitely not. But uh, I'm going to go with the Bills with this one.
0: I'm going to take the Bills as well. I think that there's a, a big problem in Kansas City, not just with the offense um, not really clicking at times early in the year. But I think that defense has got some some real leak to it That's kind of scares the shit out of me. Uh, Kansas City's giving up 307 yards through the air in a in a game. They're giving up a total of 437 yards in a game. That is so many points to give up, so many yards. And then here comes Buffalo. For reference, Buffalo now Buffalo has not played anybody. I'm glad you said that. I'm very glad Buffalo has played literally fuck all nobody. Okay, nobody. But they are only giving up 216 yards of, of offense. The number sounds good,
1: but it's been against Noodle Ben, Tua, Taylor Heineke, and Davis Mills. When you tell me the quarterbacks mm-hmm. that yeah, they played rough. against, I don't give a fuck what the defensive numbers say.
0: Yeah, yep. good point. And that's where I go, the one thing that is constant is Kansas City has played good offenses. And every single offense they've played against has cut them up. They're giving up four hundred, like I said, thirty-seven total yards of offense a game. I think that the the key to beating Kansas City, this sounds weird, but there's there's some truth behind it. They're like eight and two in games where the opponent scores thirty-five or more points. I mean, they're they're, they're two and eight. So if you actually get points up on Kansas City, it sounds weird. But you kind of play their game against them, and that's how you beat them. It isn't a big run the ball, control the clock. You have to score. You have to score first. Controlling the clock is entirely secondary in playing Kansas City. If you can score against them, you put the ball right back in their court. If you want to go tit for tat with us, let's go tit for tat. Uh, we think we can get to your quarterback a couple of times, and Patrick Mahomes has actually been flustered and made some bad throws this year, which you know he could snap out of that, but that's the truth. Um, I think Buffalo goes into this game. It is a barn burner of a game. Uh, What was that Monday night game or something a couple years ago between the Rams and Kansas City where it was like fucking 45? Oh, yeah, that shit was crazy. It was in L.A. too. yeah, Yeah, I think you could see that again. If the weather holds up in Kansas City and we get like a nice 65 to 75 degree game or hotter, no rain, no wind, I think this game could take off into the moon. Uh, Kansas City's coming off playing a b- bad Philly team, and they feel good about the way they beat up on Philly. Philly kept it close, or part of the game that I didn't think was really going to happen at all. So it was a little surprise there. Kansas City blew it open late. This is a, it's it's insane to say, but if Kansas City loses this game, they're two and three, and they're looking around their division, going, "Well, what in the fuck? <laughs> what in the- I'm three games out from first place after week five, like." That's not how I imagine this going. So we're split here. I like the Bills. Zell likes the Bills. Leo likes Kansas City. Um, it's going to be an absolutely fantastic game. Uh, and then we transition to the Monday Night Football game. We talk about the marquee games. My Ravens are at home. The Colts are coming to town. We're going we're gonna to fold them up. <laughs> we're going to fold Carson Wentz and his little dinky ankles up. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if we knock Carson Wentz out for longer than that. This is a tough game for them to the, – the Colts have not gotten any favors uh, with the next part of their schedule, and this game isn't really going to help them out there. They, they, they go here, and then they're going to play a nice little catch-up game, nice little catch-up game with Houston, but then they go San Francisco and Tennessee. So I don't know. Anybody think there's an upset here, Bruin?
1: Oh, yeah, I no, got the sir. Colts winning big on Monday. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. Call the no, shot. The Colts fucking call the suck. fucking shot. <laughs> yeah, no, they're hey, terrible. I, think they're I expect bad. the Ravens to win big.
2: Yeah, they upset the Dolphins. i guess you can call it an upset—last week. We all thought the Dolphins were going to win that one,
0: but it ain't happening this week. Yep.
2: ain't no way they're going to go yep. into Baltimore and beat Lamar and them boys. Nope, not a chance.
0: Nah, this is a—what we just did to Teddy Bridgewater in Denver, I think this team's getting on track, getting a little healthy. Cuss buddy, um, man. Dang. Roof. We beat uh, Odafeo away. Holy shit! That rookie looks great. He he was the one that crushed Teddy and took him out of the game. Yeah, the Ravens um, have so a history
1: it, of trying to knock people out of games, so it's not surprising to hear. No,
0: Damn. we don't have we don't have a history of trying to knock it out. Get it fucking right. We have a history of knocking fucking people out of the game. Yeah, yeah, the dirty so let's birds. That, over that. There. Let's let the let's let that show that do not come here with the slander and act like it's a could have been it's a has been is been it will be the future no no we We know that they're dirty over
1: there in Baltimore we're aware of that
0: I'm I'm cool with it I'm totally cool I'm sitting in a hot tub with it (laughs) (laughs) I'm comfy with it got a drink in my hand getting out of control um all right that is a great NFL slate before we go Leo how's your trip to Atlanta
1: It was cool, man. You know, any trip to Atlanta involves a lot of uh, extracurricular activities, a lot of a lot of liquor, a lot of I I went to a strip club. You know, I'm not really a strip club guy, but I was at the strip club. You know, Atlanta, it's a different, different part of the country. (laughs) It is a different part of the
0: country. What was that? Wings. No, I didn't isn't get it. Isn't that reach. what uh, Lou will? No, no, no,
1: lemon pepper, Lou. But I will say, I'm feeling a little under the weather today, and if I get full blown sick, I'm 100 blaming that strip club.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right too. <laughs> Y'all had a great fucking time. Yeah, I went to strip club. I came back after that, and I felt sick as shit. After. Yeah, yeah. about <laughs> where I'm at. Too. Yeah. All right, Leo, take us out.
1: All right, that's a wrap on another episode of the Pick and Play Show. Thank you for listening. For the boy Gordo, for the boy Zell, my name is Leo. Make sure that you rate, subscribe, review. Most importantly, if you enjoyed the show, all we ask is that you share with a friend. Look out in the next week or two. There's going to be a lot of NBA content coming on both the Pick and Play Show and on pickandscroll.com. But until then, we'll see you next week.
0: Good to you, America.